I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and uh, Matt. How about that? How about that? (laughs) Um... 23-20, 23-20, Steelers win in overtime in Cincinnati. I believe one of us picked the Steelers to win that game. One of us did. Yeah, die. I picked 23-20, if you recall. You, I picked 24-20, <laughs> but I picked the right team winning the game. Andy laid it out almost exactly the way it went. We that really talked nice about it all last week. Yeah. Um, you know, that, especially, you know, I, I just was watching that game Thursday night, and it just struck me how the Rams' offense is better than what it showed Oh sure, against Buffalo. That'll be their worst game. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure it will be. You know, and you know, teams that have a they can get there with a, a, their front four, mm-hmm. working against those offensive lines that haven't really that didn't play together in the preseason. What advantage! Those two, yeah. those two games in particular, really, stood really out. stood out. Like, yeah. okay, this you know, these guys can get after you, and you have no continuity there. That being said, you pointing out that uh, Cincinnati's left tackle, yeah, uh, he's just a guy. Alex Highsmith just kept running by him. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Everyone thinks, oh, Jonah's a stud. You know, first-round pick, Bama, 11th pick in the draft. He's the only one they're bringing back because he's so good. He's okay. I mean. <laughs> he's just a guy. Uh, Alex Highsmith, I mean, no offense to Alex. He wasn't doing a lot of special there. Yeah, right, Just right, using right. his quick get-off. He's just beating him. Yeah, just beating him. Um, and they can't help him. No, you know, no, because you had to, alone, they, right. they, all the help was going to the other side with T.J. Watt, and we'll talk about that mm-hmm. situation here in a, in a, in a moment. But hopefully, we'll get some news while we're on the air. Who knows? But I bet it's not until tomorrow. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, Alex Highsmith going out and having that game um, was humongous, just tremendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, three sacks in itself. I mean, that Khalil Mack had three sacks. I mean, studs yeah. have three sacks. That's hard to do no matter what. Um, but we stressed that a lot last week. Is he's going to have to beat one on ones? I got a lot of questions, you know, late in the preseason. We worried about Highsmith. I'm like, we just haven't seen him. I mean, yeah. we, let's not drop his stock just because he didn't play in the preseason. I, we were doing or, the pregame you know. show. I was doing the pregame show with Tim Benz, and he was talking about how, well, you know, they, they got this, and they got this, and they got this, and let's assume that Highsmith is the same. And I'm like, whoa, why are we assuming Highsmith, who was a first-year starter last mm-hmm. year, is just going to be the same as he was last year? Right, right, right. The expectation is, right, yeah, right, the right. expectation is for a th- – 
a, a guy who's in his third season, second year as a starter, mm-hmm. to be better than last year. No doubt, no doubt. And I do think he's Robin and will always be Robin the Batman. But he's a good Robin. Robin, Robin puts a lot of uh, people in jail or whatever they do nowadays with yeah. the, the Bat guys. Well, you <laughs> got Teen Titans out there. there. Robin's right. the leader of that group. There you go. So that group could <laughs> be fine. Uh, can he carry the edge pass rush if TJ's there? Not there? No. But you could do worse. Yeah. And oh, they're, yeah. And they're certainly their depth guys are much better than they used to be, too, than they were a week ago. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, I guess we'll just dig into that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, still waiting news on, on T.J. Watt. There have been conflicting reports out there. Yeah, all sorts uh, of stuff. Everybody's, everybody's a uh, – can read lips now and everybody can <laughs> – yeah. uh, we're, we're sitting there in, this, in the press box in Cincinnati and I hear stars, uh, T.J. Watt is a torn peck. I'm like – how do we know How do we this? know that, right? So no, I go, I, I, game, I look right. on Twitter and I Google yeah. TJ Watt and I, I'm looking at the reports and I'm like, this this is just people, like he's coming off the field in pain. In pain, yeah. I think he looked like he lip read, I tore my pack. Yeah. He doesn't know. No. He's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, is he a doctor now too? Yeah. Like, Big brother tore his pack and told him about it and knows that it's a bad feeling and his pack's sore. It's, it he hurts. Yeah. You don't, you don't know if it's torn or, or yeah. Right. And there are different degrees to that. Yeah. Yeah. I did some homework too. Like there's, I guess, uh, even tears, there's a first degree. It's the same thing as hamstrings. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, so a pulled muscle is a torn muscle. Oh, okay. That you know, it's, it's just it, a level. It's just the levels of you know itself quicker. You know, people people hear torn pec and they automatically assume that well, he tore it off the bone. Sure, your huge muscles just yeah. ripped off the bone, flapping around. You know? <laughs> I don't think that's quite where we're at. No, you know, no. Right? So but you there can, are different degrees. Yeah, you can you can heal on your own from that and be back in the same season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could just be a, a low level. Uh, and again, and JJ I've, missed like two months. Yeah. With his. Yeah. Cam's finished his season, but then he came back monstrous after that. Right. Yeah. And then Tuit, I think, missed his season. Yes. Okay. But Tuit's was in week six or seven. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it depends. So it depends on when you had it as so well. Hopefully we'll know. But I mean, yeah. there, it doesn't mean he's out for the season. We no. don't know that right now. Right. But he's well, going to miss time. He's, he's going to, you would assume, miss some time. Yeah. And, and um, you know, they they played without him last year. Now, we, we know what, you know, the record was last year with, mm-hmm. when they had him, when they didn't have him. Um, but I, to your point, what you were just saying, they're in a much better spot now oh, this year question. Uh, than they were last year after, you know, he, he really started to have the injury issues after Melvin Ingram was traded. That's when everybody's like, oh, they should have kept Melvin no, Ingram right, because, right, right. because look, now look now they don't have T.J. Watt. Well, you know, you, you went out and, and you got guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, players who can who can play. Malik Reed has started twenty six games the last two seasons. I think he's a quality player for Denver. I think he's got thir- fans are going to like him. He's got thirteen sacks in twenty six games. So okay, if Watt misses, let's say six games, the the expectation is that Malik Reed will at least get you three sacks there. I would think you know right, and I maybe mean, more. You know that's that's just right. a, you know the, what he averaged out to. Um, he uh, you know he and Highsmith can two can two Robins. Not equal up, Batman, but they can right. get you through. And you still yeah, have right. Hayward, and you still have you know the mm-hmm. other guy, you know the the uh, Larry Ogunjobi and, and and guys of that nature up front, and they'll they'll figure it out. And I'm not suggesting this guy's a world beater, but Jameer Jones was a nice little pickup for nothing yeah. that no one's ever talked about. I mean, in terms of just playing defense, I'll take him over Tushka and Taco yeah. and some of the guys, some of the fours they've had recently. He can rush the passer and be a guy out there and secure the run a little bit. So. Their three and four guy, 
are light years better than they were a month ago or two weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, and, and they were weak spots. Now and the defensive line depth, I thought, showed yesterday oh, as well. I mean, that. they were running at them at waves. Yeah, and if you if you take the the what was it a thirty one yard run that uh, Joe Mixon had out mm-hmm. of the equation. He averaged less than two yards a carry yesterday. I mean, even with that, he only averaged like three point nine, right? I mean, it was it he was averaged low. no, he averaged three. Oh, he averaged three. Yeah, they, as, a team. as a team, okay. they averaged three point nine. Um, I thought the run defense was fine. They slam. I mean, on the field that much. Ninety percent of the time, when Joe Mixon got the football, he had nowhere to go. No, and I was just on the air with Mark Madden, and he was. We had the same conversation, and I thought, and I even did a podcast right after the game, saying I thought Mixon looked. Great. Yeah. I mean, the, there were a couple times he, he got looked, yardage out of, oh, out of yeah. nothing. Powerful. I yeah. mean, he looked like a thoroughbred out there. And the fact that he didn't hurt them for as many snaps as they took, I think it's a real testament to the front. And you mentioned it. I I, I really thought there was a, something to be said for and getting a lead helps. But they rotated that front seven, especially their front five, so much early in the game. I mean, I'm my son's there and he's like, why isn't Cam Hayward in? Because like, they don't need to right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't know you were going to play five full quarters. But right. It, that fourth and fifth quarter would have been a disaster if, if Cam had been playing 90% of the snaps coming up to that. And that was with Loudermilk down for the day. Yeah, right, you know? right, right. Like they got they got solid snaps out of DeMarvin Leal. He looked good. Yeah. Yeah, he looks good. I mean, they got, you know, Montrevious Adams. Adams did it, it was fine. Yeah. Right. Um, Tyson Joby's a good player. Tyson Alulu you know? coming back helps. Wormley's a good player. I mean, yeah. They were, that's the strength of the team is the, the defensive depth and star power, especially, you know, up front. Yeah. The big people. Um, there's so much to talk about. I don't know if you know this answer, but it's been bugging me. I don't quite understand the linebacker usage. When they were they rotating were, them. They yeah. were rotating them, and I couldn't quite figure out the rhyme and reason. I'm going to go back and look at it. But I think Spillane is the dimebacker. Spillane is the dimebacker. And I just don't understand the logic behind it. Here's, I, mean, I know he's a great communicator. Here's the here's the logic behind it. Okay. Um, Spillane, I believe. I think they believe that Spillane is their best zone coverage linebacker. He's better at it than Bush. Yeah. Right, that's Bush and I believe they I, I believe they feel he's better at it than Jack. Okay. That's what I was thrown for a loop for. It was like I didn't think he would be better at anything than Jack. Yeah. And he has shown um, a knack. For getting into passing lanes mm-hmm. in those situations, reading the quarterback well, and, and so I think what they and, and maybe teams will figure this out. But real, what I've seen of this in the preseason, and um, you know, and into yesterday's game, so he's either dropping into a zone mm-hmm. or he's blitzing. Yeah, I think there's some truth to that. That's well said. You know, yeah, or he's going to spy, or he's just yeah, gonna there's something there the that he's yeah. doing crossing routes, yeah. like. His duties probably aren't real complex. Right. And- With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. So they rave about him as a communicator, which I think that's what I was thinking was, well, you got six defensive backs on the field in dime and you're, things are more complex. You know, you're going to you're gonna throw more wrinkles at teams. You know, that's why you don't want to get the third down if you're an offense. And if I have six cover guys out there, 
maybe I can live with a linebacker who's not quite as fleet of foot and just knows where to be if I don't ask a lot out of him. But I was shocked Jack wasn't that guy. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it, well, he hadn't been in the preseason even. Yeah, I guess I mean, not. They, they had stuck with Spillane in that, and and so I guess that logic adds up. But you know, you and I picked on Spillane a lot in training camp. You know, yeah. But those were one on ones with all day to throw versus air. Right. I mean, that's a yeah. Different it's it's beast, a different right? different animal. I thought the inside linebackers played well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nobody's talking, including Bush, folks. including Devin right, Bush. Right. Uh, you know, the the uh, strip sack that uh, that Highsmith had. If he doesn't get the strip sack, <laughs> Bush, Bush was like flying through the air. Yeah, right? Bush yeah, was yeah. going to take uh, was going to take Burrow's head off. Yeah. Um. So I mean, they they were they were they were making plays out there. The defense was very active. Very active. Um. It, we haven't even talked about Minka Fitzpatrick. Right. I mean, he, was, <laughs> he was as much of a star as anybody. They had him all over the defense. He mm-hmm. was he was he lined up all over the secondary. He's in the slot. He's at the second level. He's back deep. Uh. And they're bringing guys different guys in. Uh, to to play the deep uh, the deep safety spot, mm-hmm. and there were times when you know when Terrell Edmonds is the deep safety, and yeah. you know it's oh, they threw a it lot was, at them. it was almost like having a, a a shadow corner, you know, it's following who's going to follow somebody around the field. Everybody else has to know what oh, their job is, right, right, right. Uh, when that guy moves around like mm-hmm. that, every you know, it's like you know with Troy Polamalu, right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, when Troy Polamalu would would show one thing or or you know switch duties and things of that nature other guys had to know what they were doing around him and i thought that was a a, a pretty good testament to uh, the rest of the guys in that defense that mm-hmm. they that it, it, it freed minka up to be able to do a lot of the things that he did in 14 tackles the interception return for a touchdown that was a uh just, just a tone ball. setter i mean first two plays first two defensive plays of the game for the steelers highsmith with a sack next plays an interception by fitzpatrick like yeah. and he returns it for a score you're like oh so this is what Mike Tomlin meant by a dominant defense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I think that's an unsustainable level of production. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you play. I mean, But you did it against Joe Burrow yeah, and, and that, still and that offensive good group. Squad. Yeah. yeah, and the energy they brought right off the bat, you know, setting the tone, all those cliches were very real. And I think you and I were talking about off the air or on the air, I th- but their defensive backs were clearly coached attack downhill. You know, not don't, don't just be happy coming up rapping. I mean, they were very aggressive. With the way they planted their foot in the ground and attacked balls in the air, and we saw, you know, the results were great. Yeah, they took it away. Yeah, and uh, yeah, um, you know, offensively, real quick, uh, defensively yeah. too. They got a lot. I mean, they got tons of pressure. I don't think they blitzed a high percentage of the time, no. but mixed them in nicely. Yeah, kept them off balance. Um, I was only watching. I've only seen a TV copy, but it seemed like a fair amount of two high safeties, whether it's Minka or not. Um, without sacrificing, pass yeah, Norwood you know? was, was, was uh, yeah. back there some, and yeah. um, you know, it they should throw a lot at you, even when they, you know, a couple games here when they get KZ back, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's uh, even going to be a deeper secondary, yeah. Um, offensively, it was a mixed bag, um, very much so. You know, they, I, I, I was they came out and they started the game offensively in the no huddle. Which was a nice tempo, and and then we didn't see it again until until you know basically late in the game. I was kind of mm-hmm. surprised that you know you just move away from every that. defense is going to get tired quicker in week one anyway. You know, I mean, I know they didn't play a lot of snaps to wear down a defense, or certainly weren't bullying them, running the ball to wear them down. But it did work, and Trubisky's shown a pension for it, and I think it's a good way to get a quarterback some layups and some easy ones, and they did get away from that. Um, I have mixed feelings about the offense, of course. 
they were given a lot of opportunities and didn't seize hardly any of them. You know, the yeah. defense sets you up that well. You need to have better results. Um, they don't really have a traditional run game to speak of right now. I mean, to me, that's the thing that needs corrected. Yeah, I mean, Claypool is your leading rusher. And he got with six carries. Six yeah, carries right. for 36 yards. I mean, he's not Debo Samuel. He's not Debo Samuel. <laughs> I mean, to his credit, I was He, he got the most out of those carries, yeah. He looks good, and that's, you know, they like Claypool, folks. You know, I know some of you have him in the doghouse. I, I thought he had a good game. I thought he had a good game, yeah. yeah. And there's almost not enough balls to go around. You know, why didn't Pickens get the ball more? Well, you know, uh, that doesn't bother me. It won't be a trend, I'm sure. Deontay and Fryermuth had a ton of targets and were stars in this game to me. Um and even Boykin contributed a little bit. He was only the ones that I thought he did some good blocking in the run game too. Um, but they don't have the bread and butter. You know, they yeah. don't have the drop back passing game and the traditional runs. And that worries. I, I Mitch Trubisky will be better. Oh, I think. So. Uh, I think that was you know if that's his worst game of the year, mm-hmm. um, you can live with it. Uh, I didn't think he was bad. He missed some layups. Though. Yeah, he missed some throws he has to make. Yeah, there was a throw in particular, like early in the game, uh, they brought Jalen Warren in for a series. Yeah. And they're coming out of their own end zone. And he has Jalen Warren out in the flat to his left and threw the ball at his feet. And I'm like, yeah. oh, man, that was – there were 10 yards there to be There's had. Cheap ones, yeah. easy ones. Yeah, right, 100%. And, you know, those are the ones you got to be able to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple, uh, like, short outs that he missed that uh, yeah. he was wide on. I, I just think, he wasn't real crisp. I, I just wonder how much no. of that was first game jitters for a new mm-hmm. team. You know, you haven't started a game, a, a real game, no. in a couple of years. And, and – and, uh, you know, I, I think he will play better, and I, I thought he did play better down the stretch when they when they needed him to make some plays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just to, to have the awareness um, when you see the, the Hubbard's offside on the yeah the, right, the, right, the game right. and, and, and hey, I'm gonna field. I'm gonna right, take right. a shot here. Maybe it's not the smartest throw, but I'm gonna throw it back to the middle of the field because I know we get the flag here. It, right, and uh, you know, and, and what's what we know don't know is did the Steelers getting such a big lead. Hinder the way he played the game a little bit. I think I think it know. changed their their philosophy. You know, they're up seventeen to three in the second quarter, mm-hmm. and I think they kind of said, "Okay, let's don't make a mistake." Yeah, yeah, you know, just just go Which out there I'm and just fine with if you're yeah. handing it to Jerome and he's ripping off six yards of carry <laughs> and you're beating people up. You know, yeah. but I don't know that this team can do that. But to your point, Mitch didn't hurt the team. I mean, if yeah. he throws one more pick or there's fumble. You know, he makes one more bad play, they don't win that game. Right. And I, I think it, I mean? That's the other thing that people sometimes fail to, to recognize. I mean, if you start looking at where they were getting the football right. uh, in some of those occasions, I mentioned they were down in the, you know down at their own goal line on the one. Um, there, uh, there was a stretch there. You're talking about starting field position? Yeah. Stuff? I mean, they had one drive in the second quarter. They got the ball at their own eight. They had one at, uh, right before they had another one in the second quarter. They got it at their own nine. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be. Made extreme field position yeah, swings. You're, you're not going right? to get real, you know, crazy mm-hmm. down inside your own 10 like that. With that's, a lead in the way your yeah. defense is playing. I mean, you know, there was I'm another sure one in the third quarter a... where they get it back in their, at their own 17. I mean, mm-hmm. that, you're going to be very careful with the football in those situations. No, you're right. And I, I think that's a misconception. And the way I said it was probably wrong that defense just kept handing it to him on the goal line to. Jump over there the were a couple and then, of those, and they, yeah, there were a couple, yeah. and they could have done more. But they also were backed up quite a bit as well. Yeah, you know? so you, you know you do want to be careful. You don't want to you don't want to do something that's going to allow Cincinnati back into the game. No, um, you know I I so thought we Cincinnati would, kept getting better and better as the game was going on yeah, offensively, and that's kind of how I felt it would go. I'm like you got to you got to hit these guys early. Yeah, 
and get yourself a lead, and then you know you're probably going to end up having to hold on at the end, which is what happened. Sure, and that's exactly yeah. how it went, right? Um, I mean, nobody could cover Chase. I don't think anybody's going to cover Chase. Period. All year, yeah. No, I mean, I, same thing with the you know the Packers had that issue with Jefferson, like exactly right. Catch mean, by Jefferson, yeah. catch by Jefferson. Uh, Chase is a superhero. I yeah, mean, people want to give Spoon a hard time, like. Dude, no one's covering that guy. You know, yeah. <laughs> give me a break. He's a star. Yeah, and I thought Burrow got better and better. He did, yeah. uh, and they've kind of figured out their protections as the game went mm-hmm. on. Then, the, uh, you know, that's when the Steelers like Millett blitzed on back-to-back plays there when they got the final, uh, mm-hmm. the final sack. Um, the first time he blitzed off the corner, and Burrow happened to be rolling out to his right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, Millett is chasing him across the formation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you know, it is what it that. is. Uh, the second time he just he came off the edge again, same thing, and he got there that time. And he got there, right. yeah. So, um, it brings me to the Levi Wallace situation too. If Levi is going to miss time, I don't know if he will or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm no not one sure. seems to be talking about that because of the other yeah, injuries. Right. I would assume you'll see a lot more Millette and Sutton will say outside. Yeah, like, I mean, to me that seems like a logical move. But you want Wallace out there. Yeah, and you know, again, I, I think uh, you know when, when you look at the the grouping there. Um, you'd preferred to have both available. Sure. So sure. you can you can kind of you can play Millet on rundowns or, mm-hmm. or you know against a team that's a lot of thirteen personnel. Right. On first down, okay, he's he's going to be out there. There were times yesterday where he's matched up on Chase. They move Chase into sure. the slot, and I'm like, that's not a good matchup. No, I mean he's not a good matchup for anyone. Just like you said with Jefferson or yeah. Devontae Adams had like a forty percent target share last night too, <laughs> or yesterday too. Like the stars were the stars. The stars yeah. are stars, and you know it's hard to game plan around those. Uh, Steelers got a break that Higgins didn't play the whole game as well, and we were talking off the air. I don't think Tyler Boyd's got a lot left, but Hayden Hurst is a good player, and he showed up in this game too more than I expected. And Burrow got better and better, and you know they they bottled up Mixon, which I, I thought was one of the best things the defense did, and no one's going to talk about that because of all those splash plays. They had. Yeah, Mixon you know? came out, and I think you know he had like. 20 yards on his first, like, four carries. And okay. immediately the reaction is, well, this run defense hasn't been fixed at all. Right. And then he couldn't get out of his own backfield. No, right. Nobody plays <laughs> For, like, his next 12 carries. And nobody's mm-hmm. – I don't hear anything then. It's like, okay. Defense looked fast, aggressive, getting off blocks, um, confusing blocking schemes. They threw a lot at him. I thought Austin and company got gets a game ball for this as well. Yeah, uh, Mike Tomlin giving game balls to all the team's new players. I heard that. That's pretty cool. Uh, everybody, yeah. if you were, if this was your first game as a Steeler, mm-hmm. you got a game ball. How about that? You and, get a game ball, and you get a game ball. And folks, <laughs> the starting quarterback, this was his first game as a Steeler too. So yeah, let's give him a little bit of a pass. We don't need to be calling for Kenny already. You know? Yeah, right. And Mike Tomlin's not going to make that knee jerk reaction. I, in fact, no. I asked, I asked Mike after the game what his assessment was of his offense. How did he, how he felt his offense performed? And he's like. Just like the defense, it was a winning performance. You know that's mm-hmm. you know you don't you go in there and you don't turn the football over when you did it five times against that team right last year, I mean, and that was the reason why you got killed in those games. You lost those games yeah. as opposed to getting beaten. I mean, you you handed them the game. And yeah, in a way, the Bengals did that today. I mean, yeah, Burrow if they game bad in the first half, if they can play turnover free football offensively, and it's not going to happen, but if they can do that, if you can win they're going to the win more battle, than they more. lose. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, you're not going to win the turnover battle by what. Five, five, right, and the sack <laughs> battle by six. You know, like that's not going to happen every week, of yeah. course. You know, but it, this league doesn't matter how you win. I mean, it really doesn't. Yeah, I, I keep saying this. Like you got nine road Just games, win. and you won one of them. Yeah, you know, and that's one of the hardest. And ones it's a on division the game, and you got six division games, and yeah. that might be the hardest of the six. And you're one and zero in those. You know, yeah, that's all you need to know. 
You know. Absolutely. Uh, one last thing before we uh, move on to the, to the next segment here, Matt. Uh, I, I thought the offensive line, while the run blocking wasn't great, the no, pass block, the pass blocking was fine. Yeah, yeah, and the tackles were fine. Yeah, uh, I mean, you did not hear a lot of Hubbard or Hendrickson. Um, I thought Chukes was really good. Yeah, and I thought Daniels was kind of what we thought he'd be when they signed him. You know, like let's not just assume he's a bust. Yeah, yeah, he he may end up being a pretty good right guard. Might be okay. Yeah, yeah they yeah. might be okay there. Uh, subscribe now to The Drive. Every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you find your podcast. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You ever get that feeling like the concrete jungles closing in? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to chase your own dinner, or just breathe clean air. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there waiting, and finding your piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, price, location. They've got it all. No matter what kind of wild dream you're chasing, land.com can help you find the ground to make it a reality. So quit dreaming. Head over to land.com, find your open space, and get out there.